From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Spotlight. Come here, let me look at you. Spotlight, I want to keep digging. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. And our guest is Lauren Sudworth, who is the head of brand and content at Photo Room. She is the leader, or Photo Room is the leader in AI photo editing for commerce. Mm. Um, and before she was at Photo Room, she was the global brand director at Hootsuite and the head wow. content marketing at Shopify. Yep. So she has tons of experience, and we'd like to talk to you about it all. So First, come, welcome, Lauren. Welcome to our show. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. It's so lovely to meet you both. Excellent. Well, it's very lovely to see you, and we're really excited. So let's talk about, since we seem to run out of time, let's talk about what you do, because yeah. we'd really like to hear about it. So tell us about, let's start with where you are now, and then we can look at some of your background. So tell us what yeah. Photo Room is. I mean, yeah. I described it quickly, but I'm sure you could describe it much yeah. better than I yeah. did. Yeah, AI photo editing in yeah. Photo Room. Tell yes. us about it. Tell Yes. It, so uh, we're the leader in the AI photo editing space, and uh, we focus on um, actually uh, commerce photography um, and helping. Initially, it was entrepreneurs and small businesses kind of break down some of the barriers to doing business through commerce photography um, and visual commerce. Mm. Um, and now we're kind of ramping up with the more B2B side of the business, mm. working with much bigger Clients, I know we're probably going to get into the exciting the one, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And yes. also um, bigger e-commerce and, and marketplace clients like Celency. Um, so working with people selling on marketplaces and then the marketplaces themselves, which is really cool. So you, um, one of the big ones and one of the exciting ones that you just did, uh, and it's very newsworthy, is you partnered with Warner Brothers just recently, right? You want to talk yes, about that? That's correct. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about that because that's pretty exciting and how that worked out, yeah. how you got that partnership and how yeah, it all worked absolutely. out. Yeah. So Photo uh, <laughs> Room has been all things Barbie the, the last couple of months. Um, so we partnered with Warner Brothers and their entertainment and marketing agency Bond. Mm. Um, and so uh, Bond had come up with the idea of this um, Barbie uh, selfie generator with Warner Brothers um, and we're really looking for a technology partner um, to uh, deliver the kind of scale and accuracy they needed to create kind of brand consistency with user-generated content which is always a challenge mm. um, and so they tried a bunch of different competitors and um, Photorum came up uh, trumps which was uh, great nice. um, and so uh, they used Photorum's API to provide the technology for this selfie generator uh, and I'm sure most people um, listening have probably heard about this uh, or seen it in the news um, so the selfie generator um, allows you to turn yourself into Barbie using a uh, filter mm. um, and the kind of official brand um, brand assets from, uh, from the movie mm. and obviously um, it, the promotional campaign kicked off in April and went viral very, very quickly. And so um, Warner Brothers had um, everyone from kind of Harry Styles and Kim Kardashian wow. to Pedro Pascal um, mm. sharing this campaign. And there was kind of sensational press pickup. 
um, around the campaign, which was really exciting. So you said this started a couple months ago. So then did it pick up again when the movie just came out? I mean, did you see another big spike when the movie came Uh, out? Yes, yes. Because you're talking about all that stuff you're talking about is before the movie even hit, right? Right, right. right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, they had a really long uh, kind of lead up. Um, So the first big spike was in April, uh, which was when it originally launched. Um, And then they had another spike um, in traffic um, and selfie generations. Uh, Last week was the big spike when um, when the movie was uh, being premiered as well. So I'm just curious. I don't know if you have the data, but like which spike was bigger? Like, was it bigger in anticipation or was it bigger as a function of the movie really coming out? It was bigger in, in anticipation. So oh. I think over the first uh, three weeks, we saw 13 million selfies uh, generated. How many? I'm sorry. I did. Say that again, Lauren. <laughs> 13 million. Wow. wow. You know, so like if you knew that, you would have been able to predict the success of this movie. Maybe, right. Because right. like if you're getting that right. kind of excitement right. and right. anticipation, you don't yes. even have the movie. Right. I mean, even if the mo- the movie was right. getting really good reviews, but even if the movie flopped, maybe right. people were excited to go see it because it was just so... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So do you have yeah. any more of these cool kind of partnerships in, you know, uh, left to announce soon? Or, I mean, how, how do you pick them? How did you know to go with... I mean, obviously, this was brilliant. Mm. But how did you know that in advance? Yeah, so the crazy thing is, is that, um, you know, we've we've built this amazing, accurate um, technology using AI, and the people who were discovering new use cases for it are our customers. Mm. And so when I started uh, the year kind of looking at our user personas and building out research around our audiences, the entertainment business was not uh, oh, a persona that we were looking into. Oh, and really? It's, uh, we're really getting a lot of inbound interest in the technology and what it can do. Um, and so the the other partnership um, that we launched earlier this year in the entertainment space was um, the Netflix Streamberry um, campaign, uh, which was for Black their show Black Mirror. Yes, um, yes. And so... I think uh, yes. Netflix maybe saw what uh, what had been done for for Warner Brothers and yeah. and wanted the same. And we do have some more partnerships, which I which I can't talk about yet. For sure, <laughs> um, understood, but, understood. Uh, but yeah, things are kind of hotting up in the entertainment space. So you know, you mentioned all the celebrities that were doing it, but do you find like what are the demographics around this? Is it mostly young people, or like mm. is everybody doing this? Mm. Yeah, it's it's really everyone doing this. I mean, the demographics for Photo Room as a whole are just so varied. Um, so, like, people in the AI space in general tend to be men in their uh, 30s, 30s and 40s, um, and that's who's engaging with us on Twitter um, and kind of the, the industry that we're working with. But actually, the average Photo Room user um, is a woman in her 30s or, or 40s oh, um, really? who is running a small business. Um, and is um, using the app to um, take uh, take uh, product photography and, and edit um, photography. So there's a huge range of um, uh, an audience base for for Photoroom, and it's also super international. And I think that's what we saw in um, uh, in the Warner Brothers campaign as well. It wasn't just one country or one demographic; it was really a global movement. And I think we've seen that in the box office success. Um, and kind of just the traction um, and sense of community that has come out of this film, like driving people back to cinemas for the first time yeah. since the pandemic, really. 
Um, and, you know, um, you walk down the street in your pink Barbie outfit and people are shouting, hello, Barbie. To you. <laughs> and I think the, the real success is building that community around kind of a, a cultural moment um, and transcending, you know, the, the natural demographics of a film like this. Yeah, I, I was. it's interesting that you're saying it's global because, like, when I think of this kind of thing, I think of, like, China and Asia as being really big in this area. Um, did you see those global differences or really you know it's pretty universal acceptance yeah so obviously there were some some challenges uh with barbie uh and some, some censorship uh mm. and some some concerns around uh maps etc but yeah um we've seen kind of a, a global response to this obviously um uh the global in- English speaking um, c- countries lead the way, so the West and right. uh, ANZ. Uh, but yeah, we've seen a pretty global response to the campaign. So let me, how long have you been at Photo Room? Because I, we have these uh, this long bio of yours, and I'm just curious how, how long have you been at Photo Room and, and you came there um, from Hootsuite? So how did all that work? Mm hmm. Yeah, so I've been at Photo Room for six months. Oh, okay, um, so it is new. So, yeah. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Still yep. getting my feet under the table in, in a lot of ways, and in other ways it feels like I've been there forever. Mm. Um, so uh, prior to uh, Photo Room, I was actually at Shopify. Oh, um, I see. Running the um, B2B content marketing team um, and uh, riding the e-commerce wave that hit at the beginning of the, the pandemic. Um, and before that, was it at the social media management? I see, platform. I see. So actually, Shopify is what I was more interested in. So I'm glad that was the most recent one. So you were <laughs> at Shopify at the beginning of the pandemic. Is that what you said? So that, yes. I, actually, I think that Shopify story is a pretty interesting story. Just like you're kind of, you seem to be a person with good timing. Um, so <laughs> you're right here at this kind of stuff with Barbie and the phone. You know, that's really good timing as, as we're moving mm. into that. But Shopify rode the wave of the pandemic when a lot of these small businesses and retailers were trying to figure out how to cope with this new world. That's what I think was really Shopify's genius. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened with Shopify at the pandemic? That's a pretty interesting thing. Yeah, so I... um I think I joined the first or second week that the pandemic hit. So oh, I was wow. kind of the first. Yeah, uh, you were timing. When she gives you a stock tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, funnily enough, when I was looking for an opportunity after Hootsuite, I was looking at the fact that it had been 10 years since the last recession. Mm. And I was like, hmm, there's probably going to be one uh, in the next couple of years. So I should find a recession-proof company. Gotcha. So I went back through a Shopify's um, kind of growth trajectory through the previous recession uh-huh. and they'd done really well so i was like okay this is a good bet i should i oh, should really? yeah so you know what you're um, talking about <laughs> so, um so yeah that worked out pretty well um yeah it was uh it was like a period of hyper growth for the whole industry um which is kind of evening out um or softening a bit now but it was just incredible to see. I mean, Shopify is such a resilient uh, company um, in so many ways and and was well prepared in a lot of ways that a lot of companies weren't for moving to remote work, um, uh, for um, for kind of building, uh, building and scaling quickly. Uh, and so, yeah, it was just so exciting um, to be part of that that moment and to see uh, small businesses and retail stores that were really struggling turn on Shopify stores and just thrive. 
Um, and I think that was one of the things I was looking for mm-hmm. um, in my next opportunity and have found in yes. this yeah, same sense totally. of kind of breaking down barriers to business for, for the little the little guys um, yeah, no, and then really... also working with you know amazing cool sexy sexy brands at the same time which was the same thing um same yeah thing that's what's that. really cool about it because what shopify is cool about and this is and i see that parallel so i yeah, see that in a your, common thread here. yeah in yeah. your idea that you know you're in this pandemic you got to turn around on a dime walmart and amazon could do it because they knew what was happening and they were in a good position i mean it was still hard for them particularly Walmart, but um, they figured it out because they were in a good place. But all these other small companies were just blindsided by the pandemic. And many of them did go out of business or did go bankrupt, but there was no question they need this web e-commerce and they weren't ready for it. And I think they started partnering with Shopify. Um, so how were you? what was your job there? What did you say? said you were head of content marketing? So what exactly does that yeah. mean? Yeah, so um, I was focused on building an engaged audience for Shopify Plus, which is the B2B side of the business, um, which was working with much bigger brands. Um, Mm. So, for example, the Gymsharks of the world. Um, And um, and so obviously e-commerce is so complex. Um, It was so fast moving. And a lot of the work that we focused on was education, and um, uh, and trends. And so the content that always performed best for, for us there was our um, e-commerce trends reports, where we were kind of oh, interviewing I see, I see. everyone from venture capitalists to uh, supply chain managers to understand like what the hell was going to happen next. <laughs> um, and that was a big part of uh, the role of content marketing at Shopify was helping um, merchants navigate of like very choppy waters and figure out where to put their resources, how to run Black Friday campaigns, what was going to happen next in the shipping industry. Mm. So yeah, it was a really great kind of um, uh, crash course in <laughs> in the world of uh, in the world of commerce. Working well, on that team. Well, that sounds like you've had an amazing career. We have to have you on and when you go to your next job and what's yeah. going on next. But Lauren, <laughs> yep. it has been so wonderful to Thank have you, you so on much, our Lauren. show. Thank yep. you for joining us. And where can our listeners go to follow what you're doing right now? Yeah, so uh, if you want to try the Barbie Selfie Generator, you can go to barbieselfie.ai um, or uh, follow um, PhotoRoom. Uh, we have web- website, photoroom.com, um, or follow us uh, on LinkedIn or Twitter. Nice. Yeah, I'm suggesting barbieselfie.ai. That's where you should go first. I think that's going to be really fun. <laughs> that's exciting. Well, thanks a lot. Um, and uh, that's all we have time for for today. So I'd like to thank our producers, Dion Simpkins and Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and we replay our show throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter. Twitter? Twitter. X? X? I don't know. Threads? You can follow uh, us maybe on the something metaverse? like that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> at SXM Marketing Everywhere. or follow Business Radio yep. at SXM That's Business funny. for information about all our programming. Um, and be sure to check out our website, sxmmarketing.com. Thank you all for listening today. We'll be back next week. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.